You're listening to Legal Talk Network. Hello, this is Lawrence Coletti, producer for Legal Talk Network. I'm here at the Legal Tech West Coast Trade Show in the Weston Bonaventure Hotel in Los Angeles, California. I'm currently in our recording room with our host of Lawyer to Lawyer, Mr. J. Craig Williams. Welcome. Thank you, Lawrence. How are you today? I'm doing excellent. Well, obviously here it wasn't a long uh, travel for you to get to the conference today, like uh, like a lot of the other people that uh, we're interviewing today. But uh, how was uh, how was your drive in? You know, it was a little bit of a cloudy day, which is unusual to have the marine layer here in Los Angeles, but it's still a beautiful place to live. Excellent. So we just attended your talk. It was uh, titled "Can Tech Fuel Small Firms." And so why don't you share with our audience a little bit about what that was about? Well, Julie Pearl and I were invited by Monica Bay, the editor of Legal Technology News, to come and speak about how small law firms use technologies and how it evens the playing field with large law firms. It used to be that large law firms could just run roughshod over smaller law firms because they had horsepower. They had a lot more people. They had secretaries and paralegals and other lawyers and and resources that small firms didn't have. But now, with the advent of legal technology that has gone into become pervasive in practically every aspect of the practice, from how you present at a trial, how you bring an intake, how you communicate with your clients, the video, even how you manage your cases. It can track deadlines for court hearings and for motions that you have to appear for. Julie's case, she deals with immigration, so there's a whole host of rules and regulations that are practically impossible to understand without technology, the large law firms were able to manhandle that because they just had that horsepower. Smaller law firms didn't. And Julie and I talked today about the types of programs that can be used, how they're configured, what types of computers are available to our our fellow attorneys, and what type of marketing opportunities are made available through some of the uh, new media that is coming out. Uh, Twitter is becoming more and more popular for lawyers. Facebook is starting to fall away because it's becoming so different than I think it started out to be. And I liked uh, one uh, one of your remarks about how technology today is allowing small firms and souls to be more nimble than a 2000 uh, individual law firm. Right. One of the things I think that companies and general counsel and other uh, people that hire firms don't quite understand is that because of the behemoth size of these large law firms and the institutional conservative nature of their attorneys, they tend not to embrace the changes in legal technology uh, as quickly as the larger or some of the smaller and medium-sized law firms can, just simply from a logistics standpoint. It's so expensive for a large law firm to buy these new uh, licenses. It's difficult to do the upgrades, and it's difficult to even change the programs because if you roll it out, you've got to roll it out to 2,000 attorneys. You've got to train those attorneys. You've got to get the software glitches solved in each one of the offices that you put it into. Every individual office around the country has a different kind of a software setup, even though they're all on the same one. They're all different. Where smaller and and medium-sized law firms can immediately adopt that technology with a minor uh, expenditure of money, comparatively minor, and comparatively minor uh, training requirements. So I think that I have discovered, in fact, I, I, I said at one point in time, I think that that's the case. Well, actually, I know it's the case because I have worked at large law firms. I've watched how difficult it is for them to roll things out. And in my opinion, large law firms are typically 
three to five years behind the technology curve compared to the small and medium-sized law firms. Well, that's really interesting because, you know, uh, from my perspective, I'm a a small practitioner and a small solo practitioner in Denver, Colorado. And I'm always, it seems like I'm always looking up at the larger law firms for some of their, you know, advice for, for technology. But when I go into the firms and I see what they're running, it's news to me. So that's interesting. That's an interesting perspective that you just presented there. So during your talk, you mentioned a lot of different cloud-based platforms that make practice life easier and make you know, small firms and solo practitioners more nimble. So if I could just put you on the spot and ask you, what are your three favorite that you're using in your practice, what would they be? Well, I don't know if they're my favorites. I would just say that they're my essentials because they have to exist in order for my practice to exist. My telephones and my emails are all managed by Office 365. I get emails that give me, send me my voicemails, which is really quite a, a benefit. And I have voice over internet protocol phones. The other technology I think that's essential is some form of document management. Being a lawyer, especially being a litigator, you're awash in paper. And you have to corral it and get it under control. And the only way to do that is to scan it in and categorize it by client, by document type, by a number of different categories, which allows you to search it later. And the program in particular that I use, WorldDocs, also indexes every single word in the document so that I can search text-wise to find the one word in that document and then bring it up and find it again. Before, when I used the Windows tree, it would take me half an hour, 45 minutes to find a particular document that I knew was there, couldn't find, and was looking for it. Now, with WorldDocs, 10 seconds. It's amazing. The time savings is just amazing. I think the third essential is some type of either case management or calendaring program. Uh, In particular, I use CompuLaw, which is, I think, about the only real one that's out there that's nationwide that has everything. And I practice in different areas of the country sometimes, so I need to have the the laws and statutes from various other states where I go and get temporarily admitted to practice. But especially in California, where my main practice is, I think that uh, calendaring is, is absolutely essential. CompuLaw is a great program because it syncs with Microsoft Office 365. So despite the fact that I do my calendaring there, I really don't have to look at that calendar. I only look at one calendar, which makes my life a lot easier. Okay, and I have one last question. I know you have to get to a client today. Uh, One last question, and this is building on your remark uh, a little bit about the functioning of your practice. Now, you empower your employees to, to change their environments on their computers so that they can work more efficiently. Right. And so I think that goes along the lines of what you're saying is that the smaller firms tend to be more nimble and I guess from that perspective, get more things done. So if, if I may trouble you one more time and put you on the spot, can you give me three recommendations like that that you would recommend for mid-size and large firms to be more nimble like the small firms are? In, in terms of the technology, I think that I would encourage people to get on Skype or go to meeting. Um, that allows you to video conference with uh, your clients. And if you have a, a camera on your computer, you can actually record video and embed the video in an email to your client. And oh my God, the clients go insane when they get that. They love it. They, you pop up on the screen and you're talking to them. Hi, Dan, this is Craig. I wanted to tell you about the situation that arose. Da, 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 da. We're all set. Thank you very much. Appreciate your time. To be able to take technology to another level, large law firms don't send out video emails. Small law firms can because... They have the capability, they have the technology, and they have the willingness. Large law firms are so afraid that one of their attorneys is going to say something that's wrong 
which kind of surprises me that they wouldn't let him say it on video because they're certainly going to let him say it in a letter or in an email. So that's what I think a, a primary example, just using video in your firm is, is probably one of the best ones that I think can uh, show you as being much more nimble. Macros, I think, is another one. You can customize macros. Macros are just a uh, like a batch file, which is a, simply a series of commands that are issued to the computer. Do this, do this, do this, do this, and bam, all of a sudden I have a letter, and after it says, Dear Bob, I'm ready to start typing at the first indent. That little macro can save me a ton of time in setting up a letter, a pleading, a discovery document, any kinds of things like that. So I think in addition to having video, just the nuts and bolts aspect of having a macro in your Word or WordPerfect program to create templates and documents that you use all the time is a, is a fantastic uh, thing that a lot of large firms are not willing to put, to put out there with their macros. I would say that the third one is social media, blogging, podcasting, being on Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, Hootsuite, a number of these uh, apps that are available for your iPhone or for your Android or whatever phone you've got or whatever tablet you've got or whatever laptop you have, all of those things are available. And Constant Contact is another good one that allows you to be uh, in touch with your clients on a regular basis. Um, but I think also, I'm going to give you a fourth one. I maybe even throw this into the same category. I think it's important to get out there on the lawyer profile sites, Avo. Uh, avo.com, uh, Martindale Hubble. Anytime you have an opportunity, if you get an email from somebody that says, you know, do you want to list your law firm and your phone number, the more places you can be on the internet, the more likely it is that people are going to find you. Nobody searches the phone book anymore for lawyers. Everybody goes to the internet. So get yourself spread around as much as possible. And that'll have people find you because ultimately, if you're going to be a lawyer, you got to have clients. I think that's uh, very sage advice. So thank you for joining us today. And uh, just as a closing remark, uh, how can our listeners reach you if they want to uh, get hold of you? Well, you can Google my name, J. Craig Williams, just J. Period Craig Williams. You can go to jcraigwilliams.com. That'll take you to my, uh, my personal uh, bio page on my website. My law firm's website is wlc-legal.com. I have a blog that I'm not tremendously active on, May It Please the Court, uh, legal podcast on the Legal Talk Network called Lawyer to Lawyer. You can listen to Bob Ambrogi and I pontificate and ask questions every couple of weeks. My email is jcw at wlc-legal.com. My Twitter handle is at jcraigwilliams, early enough that I have one of those full name ones. And my phone number is 714-573-9757. All right. Well, thank you so much today and uh, good luck with your client. Thanks. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. Thank you.